Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Arxel. And this ride, yeah! It's your KC Morning Show, baby! It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. So I waited a little bit later today to record this show because I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to see how we did. The Pitch Awards. We were up for Best Local Podcast. The winners were announced today. And my friends, say it with me. And still your Best Local Podcast. Two time, baby. Back to back. We ran it back. Yeah, we did. Kitty's at work or else she would be on here hooping and hollering with me. But she'll be on tomorrow. I just wanted to say thank you. I can't believe we did this. I love you. You are just, you're too good to me. You always have and, you know, there was a time when I thought we were done with this show. When Pete left, you know, I was I was worried. I was scrambling. And then Kitty hopped on, and she's carried us. And here we are. Two-time. Two-time best local podcast. And, oh, by the way, on the show today, we have Mayor Quentin Lucas. I feel like I'm stepping on the lead. Thank you so much, Kansas City. I love you. Next year, we go for three. How about that, huh? Up next, Mayor Quentin Lucas. My name's Arsenal. We'll see you in the mountain. Bye. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force. And a tremor, I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. The KC Morning Show. Back by popular demand, your returning champion on your KC Morning Show. He happens to be the Honorable Mayor Quentin Lucas. Welcome back to your morning show, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. It is exciting to talk to you. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying the fall as temperatures get a little cooler, but uh, Kansas City still always excited. Well, hey, let's just get a couple quick updates while I got you. Let's let's not step on the lead because we are still living in a pandemic. Mr. Mayor, yep. what is the update? In fact, I believe you all are voting on some things. Yeah, voting on an update today. Kansas City's mask order will be rescinded as it relates to those who are adults. It will continue to apply in school buildings. Theory there being that a lot of our young people have not been able to be vaccinated. A lot of the school districts and superintendents have asked that we continue it there. But in terms of the places out in the public, your stores, restaurants, others, you will not be required to wear a mask, although it's still largely recommended. And so we hope people stay responsible. You know, don't go licking the doorknobs everywhere <laughs> or anything like that. But um, you know what? I'm, I'm proud of Kansas City. We have seen case counts go down. A lot of that has been due to the mitigation strategies that we have taken over time. And I know I I know there's some people listening who say, Lucas, why are you doing this and giving it up and all of that? And it's not us giving it up. It's instead us saying, this is a way that we can be very responsible, but balanced. We're responsible getting into these orders. We're going to be responsible on the way out. Are you afraid though, Mr. Merritt, you know, last time we did this, I didn't see a mask in sight <laughs> after we rescinded, yeah. especially as it's getting colder. We're getting ready to hit into the winter months. Are you worried that we might see a slide back into that place we don't want to go? You know, the last time that we rescinded the order, it was actually in the spring. It took us a little while to get back to having orders. And the big reason that we needed it was the Delta variant. And we saw this dramatic increase around the country. We are hearing from public health experts that we don't think that we'll see a resurgence in the Delta variant right now. There is concern about what people are doing during the winter months, but we've also seen a lot of that community spread. Unfortunately, it comes from parties that we weren't really regulating before anyway. It comes from you know those folks who were being close together and not following the rules at all. And so our big message is going to be particularly for those 
those who are in the 20 to 29 age group, aka Hartzell, <laughs> to make sure that you are getting yes, vaccinated, sir. that you're telling your friends to get vaccinated. And that's the real way that we're going to stop this out over the next year. Well, I'm getting my booster today, Mr. Mayor, Dang. and my flu shot to go with it. Absolutely. So I got you for a little bit of time, Mr. Mayor. So I thought we'd do maybe some quick hits. I went to the Twitters, got some questions. So if you're down, let's do a thing real quick. Housing, Mr. Mayor. Kansas City, like so many other places in the country, experiencing homelessness. You know this. You've worked with the KC tenants. What's the update? Where are we at? So right now, we have um, a new homelessness outreach policy in the winter. We're working with our shelter community, importantly, because while the city, and I thought it was important that we find housing opportunities for folks at Bartle Hall, for example. We, we weren't experts in it. We're not experts in how to make sure we're getting people access to services. Our goal has been not only to make sure a lot of the shelters that sometimes were problematic for our folks address some of those policies that made them so, but it's also to make sure we're providing more resources to them so that they can have more staff to get people signed up. They have more staff to help people get jobs, other resources, health care. So that's step one. And then that's our short-term housing. We look to get intermediate housing for people. And as always, to build long term affordable housing for folks. So there's a lot we need to do. We're trying to spend money appropriately to do it. And importantly, not just in rental assistance, which is kind of putting a band-aid on things, but instead on long-term supportive housing where needed or long-term housing opportunities that can get people out of a cycle of poverty. Up next, are we ready for the pothole season? <laughs> well, have you seen people complain to me all the time? We're doing road construction everywhere in Kansas City. So a big part of, of how I see this is that we needed to make sure we were improving. So many roads that it failed around Kansas City. That's why you saw us quadruple the investment in roads and infrastructure over the last years since I became mayor. We're going to continue to do that. There will be potholes. We will respond to them quickly and efficiently, but more than anything, I think anybody in Kansas City can say our service delivery continues to get better and better each and every day. Now, I know we don't have enough time for this, but I got to ask you, because this is what I got tweeted, where are we standing on the police budget, criminal justice reform? And <laughs> Give me the layman's version. Yeah, I know, right? I can go deep. Here, here's the deal. <laughs> Because everybody's trying to draw everything from elections on Tuesday night and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I've never, I don't think most regular people are saying you need to abolish the police. What I think we're saying is, in the same way that you have accountability to Mayor Lucas, you can vote me out, we need to make sure we have accountability to police departments and every institution around. I I had to file not long ago an Office of Community complaint against an officer who was going through my personal information. So we need to make sure that, first of all, we are looking at how do we make sure it's an institution that's responsive? How do we make sure it's an institution that rather than being something about left-right rhetoric, which I think a lot on the Republican Party are doing, is instead about, all right, I'm cool with paying our officers. I'm, I'm cool with making sure we have enough officers. I also want to make sure that we're working on community policing. I also want to make sure that we're working on how you interact in diverse populations, how you recruit from diverse populations. Those are the sorts of things that need to happen. And that's where I'm going to continue to push until I'm out of office and probably even after that. And I'm going to end it with this, Mr. Mayor, because you, you brought it up, those elections this week in Virginia, New Jersey, and plus all across the country. You know, Mm -hmm. it seems like the trend now is making these local races have a national feel, which I think does have some of its benefits, but also a significant amount of cons because politics is local. What are your thoughts on that? Are we moving to national? Yeah, everybody tries to make everything a referendum on Joe Biden, Donald Trump, what have you. I mean, there are a lot of localized issues. I'll say this, for example, for my city. My city has too many murders, too many potholes, too much homelessness. That's what I need to fix. And that's what people will judge me by. Is that 
shared by a lot of other American cities? Absolutely. We can gain a lot from that. But I think what the every party and people on the left and everybody else needs to be thinking about is how do we solve the problems for our community? If there was a flaw in Virginia, I think it was because the Democratic candidate, Terry McCollum, was spending a lot of time talking about Donald Trump, not talking about what people are dealing with each and every day. I don't listen. I don't think about Donald Trump, right? I don't think about him in my mornings. I'm thinking about my baby, my family, everything else. That's what we need to be focused on. We need to be focused on solutions that help people put food on the table, get paid family leave, which needs to be in the bill in Washington, all those sorts of things, which will be so vital and important for America going forward. So what do you tell folks? What do you tell young folks? What do you tell our folks to get in the game, to not just watch and be a pundit on television? No, get in the streets. What do you tell our folks? Politics is hard. Change is hard. You know, I think the message that we've seen from a lot of elections of late is that, yeah, a lot of changes that people expected to happen in the summer of 2020 are still taking time. But I'm still here working. Activists like Casey Tennants are still here working. A whole bunch of folks are still here trying to make a difference. But your voice is essential in that. Whether you're sitting on social media, which is fine, but make sure you're just you're pushing messages in the right way, or whether you're showing up to half the political meetings now are on Zoom. I mean, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your voices because that's how we make a difference in Kansas City long term. Mr. Mayor, you already know what I'm going to ask you. Is it a good day to be a Kansas Cityan, sir? Man, even though our chiefs are shaky this year they're gonna recover it's always a great day to be a kansas city going straight to one place right to kansas city the kc morning show Catch big-time college basketball at the T-Mobile Center on November 22nd and 23rd as K-State, Arkansas, Illinois, and Cincinnati battle at the Hall of Fame Classic presented by Hotels.com. Get tickets at HallofFameWeekend.com or the T-Mobile Center box office. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.